What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. This is the Steel Mace Nation podcast. My name is Fred Moore. This is episode number 126, and it's going to be a short one. And today's subject is about a plant called Kratom, or you could call it Kratom. Um, I call it Kratom, K-R-A-T-O-M. And I'm going to uh, just have a little discussion here about the plant, what's going on with it. So first of all, I first heard about Kratom only maybe a few months ago. And I heard about it from someone who is a client of mine that trains with me. That's a woman who is a little older than me. Um, and she's been fit her whole life. Uh, really good shape. No surgeries, no medication, no health problems at all. All right. But now, as she's getting a little bit older, she's run into some issues with her health. So she has this neuro, neuro uh, boy. <laughs> Let's try it again. She has a neurological disorder that I'm not going to get too much into, but she basically has pain all over her body and it's very uncomfortable and you know taking advil or whatever doesn't work for it so <clears throat> she was went to the doctor she was put on a prescription of a couple different drugs and uh i noticed when she would come and train with me she was doing very poorly uh i mean she she couldn't even make it through a workout. And I was scaling it back for, her, you know, in response to what she was dealing with. And um, she kept saying, I, well, I kept saying, is it the, the, the health problem? And she kept saying, I think it's the, the medication that they got me on. And I'm like, well, you know, it could be side effects. <clears throat> so, she talked to her doctors about it and they said, uh, just, you know, this is the way it is. And she refused that answer. She's like, this can't be the way it is. This can't be how I'm going to live my life. So she took all the meds, put them in a drawer and said, let me see what happens when I don't take them. So after a few days of not taking them, she started to have all her issues from her health problem. But the one thing that she was able to quickly ascertain was that even though she was uncomfortable and miserable, she was actually, <clears throat> excuse me, she was actually functioning better and felt better than if she was on these medications. I mean, yes, the medications did their job in bringing down the pain that she was feeling and all that. But it had these side effects. And one of the side effects was she couldn't really function physically. So, I mean, she's, she's super tough and she's inspirational. So she's dealing with this, this pain, but like every second of her workout, she's literally struggling. But she's, she starts finishing her workouts again. And I start pushing her harder. And she's doing okay. But she's still struggling. So she tries out this stuff called Kratom, 
which is you could buy it legally in the United States. Uh, they sell them at like vape shops. They sell it at vape shops. It's a green powder. It's ground up leaf. Okay. So let me, let me read what Kratom is right off of the internet. And let me point out that I, that whatever medications she was taking, um, you know, if you look them up, they have a whole list of side effects, like, you know, not, not so great side effects. I'm not going to get into that. Okay. I'm just going to stick with Kratom here. I want to make this short. So Kratom is Metrigona speciosa. It's a tropical evergreen tree in the coffee family. And it's native to Southeast Asia. Okay. Um, it has been used in herbal medicine since at least the 19th century. At least the 19th century. People have been using this as medicinal. All right. And then it goes on. The last sentence is Kratom has opioid properties and some stimu stimulant-like effects. Now, yeah, you read opioid properties and go, oh, well, you know, what's, what's that all about? Well, so um, the FDA is trying to um, pretty much ban Kratom from being sold. And, um, you know, through the WHO, the World Health Organization. So they're looking for the WHO to do an international ban of this natural plant that grows out of the ground. Now, this woman started taking it. She takes it daily. And it has literally transformed her life. She's she is able to cope with the pain much better with this because she's taking something that's working for her. And at the same time, she's not having any of those side effects like she was having with the drugs. Now, apparently, Kratom does have side effects, like all things, right? But here in America, we have a right to our own medical freedom, and we can, we can do things that work for us. It's, you know, person to person. You can't just carpet bomb an entire population of people and say only this one thing is available for you. Everybody has different circumstances. So under her circumstances, this product is helping her excel. When she comes to train with me, she's smiling, she's happy, but she's not like loopy or high. She's not out of her mind. She doesn't feel depressed. She just feels like a normal person again. So in preparation for this podcast, I had her give me some Kratom and told me, you know, I had her give me instructions on what to take. So she gave me two grams. I mixed it with some orange juice and I chugged it. About a half hour, 45 minutes later, I noticed a very light sense of well-being and a, and a warm feeling. You know, like I just, I felt pretty good. And I liken it to maybe like if you're out drinking, which by the way, alcohol is legal. As long as you're 21, you could drink as much as you want. But I liken it to like having like one drink and you get that little buzz feeling, right? But no intoxication whatsoever. I was perfectly fine and focused and I felt motivated. I ended up getting up and cleaning the house. I was productive. I was in a good mood. It was all right. So I wanted to take it again, and I took 
double. I took four grams. And that was like, whoa, I, I felt it. But again, I wasn't intoxicated. I wasn't um, like unable to put a sentence together. I was, again, very focused. But I noticed the uh, feel-good feelings were there. You know, there was definitely a physical feel-good and a mental feeling good. I was having good conversations. I was rolling super talkative because it does have stimulant-like effects. So <laughs> I did one more experiment. I took two grams again to see what that was like after doing four grams. And quite frankly, those two grams, that's the sweet spot. Four was too much. Two grams was perfect. Like it's just in the background. And I ended up having a great workout on it, on the two grams. So I'd used it three times and I think it's great. And I'm going, I bought, I went out and bought some because it's still legal right now. As of we speak, it's um, Saturday, August 28th in the year of 2021. And right now you could go down the street and you could buy it. And that's what I did. Okay. So um, the FDA is trying to ban it. And I pointed out alcohol, how you could, you could get as much alcohol as you want. Like you could go to a liquor store and spend your whole paycheck on booze, right? You can also buy cigarettes too. Um, oh, and what else can you buy in the United States now? Weed. Now, as a fireman, first responder, right? I see it all, man, where I work. I see people addicted to opioids and how tragic that is. Well, it turns out Kratom is great for people wanting to recover from opioids, right? Instead of being hooked on something deleterious like that, they can take Kratom and it helps them handle the side effects better. You know, the, the side effects of coming off the, the opioids. Uh, alcoholics take Kratom to keep them from boozing again, which we know alcoholism is very deleterious to our society. To our society. Um, When I'm at work and we have a car accident and somebody rolls their car over and it's on the hood and you get there and it's a 25 mile an hour side street and the people in the car stink like weed and they're high as fuck and their eyes are bloodshot and they're like, we just came from the weed clinic. It's legal. I got a card. Right? You're so high, you just crashed the car. And now the cops can't even really prosecute you for anything because how do you even check how high somebody is? At least with alcohol, you do a breathalyzer, right? We get it. Drink responsibly. If you go to the bar and you're driving, you better not drive if you have more than two drinks, at least for a couple hours, right? Have one, wait an hour, have a drink of water, eat something, and then drive home. If you get pulled over, you're probably not going to get a DWI, right? But like the most libertarian, most least, least government invasive concept is applying to alcohol. And that is be responsible. You are in charge of you. If you can't handle that responsibility and you get plastered and then you drive into a bus of nuns and kill them all, you're going to go to jail for murder. Now, we 
we could ban alcohol so that those nuns don't die at all. But then would be very intrusive government. And then people would just be doing booze under underground, right? Like how it happened in the 1920s. So it's a health concern, you know? This is, it's a health concern for the whole society. And, you know, in the midst of all this stuff going on with um, COVID and vaccines and everything like that, and they're saying, oh, take a vaccine, take a vaccine, when you could easily also uh, exercise, you know, get off your insulin, lose a lot of weight, get vitamin D. I'm not saying that that's going to keep you from get COVID, but it'll help you deal with it, right? We know that COVID is hurting people that are medically unwell to begin with. And healthy people, they they might get sick, but they get better. Like I had it and I got better, all right? Because I took vitamin D and everything. All right. I didn't want to get too much into that, but it's this whole hypocrisy that we're dealing with here. So here's a woman, my client, who I could... I could see with my own eyes. She went through this whole process. She was healthy. She got her sickness. I watched her go down. She went on drugs. She struggled through that. She came off the the medical, you know, the drugs. uh, Struggled. But I saw saw her doing better, even though um, she was still in pain. And then she, she discovers Kratom. And she like was crying almost when she was telling me how it's changed her life. She's back to normal again. And she says, yeah, there's like these tiny little side effects involved with constant use of Kratom. One of them is constipation. Apparently it slows down your intestines ability to digest and, you know, poop. So does opioids. Okay. And, I know doctors aren't prescribing opioids as much as they were, but they still are prescribing them. And I just want to point out that Pfizer, who also was making her medication, was found guilty of and fined, I believe it was $600 million, for lying about the um, the how addictive their opioid medicines were. And they, you know, they were found guilty of pretty much causing an opioid pandemic, epidemic, whatever you want to call it. And then they're prescribing this medication that makes her feel like shit. She goes back to her doctor, says, I, it's, we got to do something else. They're like, this is all we got. What's a person supposed to do? We live in a free country, right? She's a responsible person who's been paying her taxes her whole life. She's good as good can be, wouldn't harm a fly on anybody's head, doesn't, doesn't believe in living off the government or anything like that. She takes care of her health. She, she does everything that's right. She's telling the doctor, these drugs are no good for me. And the doctor says, and just shrugs their shoulders. Gee, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for your fucking help. She goes out, she solves the problem on her own. I said, are you worried or are you going to get addicted to it? She said, no, I'm not worried. You know why? Because I deserve it because I'm in pain. I, it's the only thing that keeps me going. 
I said, okay, what's the, what's the problem if you do get addicted to it? She said, well, I might have to take more and more of it. I said, well, how do you, how do you handle that? She said, well, I'll have to, you know, come off of it a little bit and, and I'm going to have to deal with it. So she's prepared to do whatever it takes so that she can maintain a normal life without, without any problems from it. All right. And like I said, if somebody could go down at a bar and blow their whole paycheck on a couple bottles of booze, you know, sitting at the bar, smoking cigarettes, whatever, and ruin their life that way and become a healthcare problem and that, you know, we're all going to have to pay for. I say this woman, my client, she could do whatever hell she wants. I tried it. The stuff is awesome. I'm not going to use it often because I'm, uh, for me, I'm healthy. I don't, I'm not in pain. I'd like to think though, if in the future I run into an issue like she has, I have this in my back pocket instead of using something Pfizer made that costs a fortune that has terrible side effects. For me, I want medical freedom. I want choice. All right. So that's, that's it guys. I didn't want to go too into detail about this because if this is something that interests you, you got to know that by October, 2021, they're going to make a decision and they're probably going to ban Kratom. Okay. So what you could do is um, like what my client's doing. She's stockpiling it. All right. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, you could go out and you could buy it, stockpile, it, whatever. Um, but that's not really what the message is here. The message here is if you believe in medical freedom, I, I don't care if you like Kratom or not or are interested or not. I don't care. No, nothing. Medical freedom. Do you, do you want individuals to be able to have autonomy over their own body? Pro-choice, you know, medical freedom. I get to choose what I put in my body, you know. We're not talking about somebody, you know, doing heroin every day here, okay? It's a plant that comes from the coffee family. If you take enough of it, you get some tingly feelings. It's not like you're out of your mind uh, having hallucinations or anything like that. You literally just feel a little bit better. Just like a little uplift. Like if you're, in, if you're at zero, it bumps you up to one or two, all right? Whereas like if you took... Uh, uh, like a hardcore drug like heroin, it bumps you up to 11. Okay. It, the whole point here is freedom of choice. We're Americans. Okay. What do we want? And I don't know if you see what I'm alluding to here. I mentioned vaccines earlier, but vaccine mandates, forcing people to take a vaccine. I don't know. I don't think that's good policy. I think that's going to cause a problem in our society. Most people that are against it see it as an attack on their freedom. Now, you might not agree with that. You might say, well, is it really an attack on freedom or is it really um, more of a just a health issue? Well, I'm not here to tell you about that. And I don't want to make this podcast about that. I think you guys know where I stand based upon what I just said about the hypocrisy and the right to choose. I will tell you, if you're interested more on this stuff, I do run another podcast called The Freedom Variant. 
and it's on Rumble. And it's on Rumble because it got deleted off of YouTube because I did an interview with somebody from Australia who said some things that apparently YouTube didn't feel was um, correct. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what he said that was you know, wrong. But anyway, you could jump over and check that podcast. I'm on Instagram at The Freedom Variant. And if you go there and follow, you can just uh, click the link in the bio and that'll take you to the Rumble account, make it really easy on you. But that's only if this is something that you're interested in, okay? Because Steel Man Station is about health and fitness and wellness, all right? And I, I dare to push the envelope even just a little bit in this podcast, and I don't want to do that. Because I know everybody in, you know, has different opinions here, right? At the end of the day, I think as long as uh, we focus on liberty and freedom and don't make it any more complicated than that, then we could have all kinds of great debates about health and wellness and fitness and politics, whatever it is that we want. But uh, it's, it all starts with liberty, and I'll tell you why, okay? If I have the liberty and the freedom to choose what happens with my body, and you have the liberty and the freedom to choose what happens with your body. And we have the freedom of speech to be able to say what we want, even if it insults somebody, even if it goes against other people's beliefs. That means you have the right, the same right to say something that might bother me. Okay. And it's the bargain that we have in order to have freedom. In order to have true freedom and true liberty, we have to accept the fact that there's going to be people out there that say things that we don't like, that get us angry, that make us want to punch the computer screen and scream and say, what is this guy talking about? This guy is a complete asshole. He doesn't know what he's saying. Yes, he, that might be correct. He might be a total asshole and not know what he's even talking about. But it's the price we pay for having freedom that people like that get to dominate a mic every once in a while. It's what gives me the right to sit here on this microphone and talk what I'm talking about. If we don't have that and we don't have freedom over our, ourselves, then the conversations keep collapsing down under levels of censorship. It might come one day where I can't even talk to you about the benefits of exercise. You know, they'll say, this is inappropriate conversation talking about exercise. I know, it's so, it's so far-fetched, right? I'm just trying to be dramatic here to, for effect. And that's it, guys. I just wanted to address all those issues. And uh, really, I want to help my friend out because I don't want to see uh, this. Like I said, she found something that works for her and um, good for her. And now she's disturbed by the fact that once she finds this thing and she thinks she's saved, <laughs> now there's this possibility it's going to be banned. So if you guys are empathetic, sympathetic, on the same page, believe what I'm saying and what she, uh, she's saying through me. I, I told her I would speak on her behalf. You know, I tried to get her to come and do the interview, but she doesn't feel comfortable. So I'm doing it for her. 
all right? At the end of the day, if it disappears and it's banned personally, I'll be fine, all right? But it insults me. It insults me as a, as a free man that I can't make my own decisions. Like I said, if you're going to ban this, ban alcohol, ban weed, ban it all. But alcohol is deleterious, man. It's terrible for you. It's terrible for our society. You're just going to let that keep going? And you think you're going to make the world a better place by, by not allowing a little plant that's some ground-up leaves people drink with orange juice? Come on. The hypocrisy is, is out of control. So, guys, go to the American Kratom Association and, uh, you know, see if, see if there's anything there, like a petition. Right now, I don't know if it's open, but they were taking people's comments. I commented. I, I, I got tens of thousands of people uh, explaining why Kratom is good and so on and so forth uh, to the FDA. All right, so I don't know if that's still open. You could go check it out. Something, you could do something. At least, you know, share this video. Um, you know, tell a friend, share, like, support, right? Let's keep the, the word going. I think what I'm saying is pretty clear here. I'm not trying to tell people what to do. I'm actually trying to give people information so that, we can protect our options. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, if you want to purchase any Steel Mace Nation shirts or hats or workout programs, go to SteelMaceNation.com. If you want something for free, I got something for you. Go to SteelMaceNation.com. Click on articles. And in articles, look for the 10,000 swing Mace Bell Challenge. All right. And it's all laid out there for you. It's free. All right. So it's a great workout program. I am currently, I just finished day number two and I don't know if it's going to show up on the screen, but my hand, my calluses are huge. I got a blister right here by my thumb. Uh, I was swinging 20 pounds and uh, you just got to read the article because it's comprehensive and it covers the whole thing. What it is. It's, not 10,000 swings in one day, all right? It's over the course of a month or five weeks or six weeks. Really, it's whatever you can do, whatever you can manage, all right? But you try to set up, you know, some parameters here so that way you're, you're properly challenged, right? You don't want to let yourself just go squeaky clean. So, um, yeah, go check out that workout, the 10,000 swing challenge, all right? You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And pay attention to the details in there. Because it's a basic workout. It's very simple. But the details, the devil's in the details. So thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it once again. I'll see you at the next episode. Thank you.